Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison. On Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this week's show, we're going to do some stepping out, and we'll hear about some soldiers. We have not one, not two, but three first-time birthday segments this week for Addison Burkhart, Benny Russell, and somewhat belatedly, Alex Gerber. On the June 17th show, we spotlighted Joseph Nasberg, later Joey Nash, and played Blue-Eyed Sally, a record by Billy Wynn's Greenwich Village Orchestra, on which Joe and his older brother Jules were heard. I have another nice record by Billy Wynn's Orchestra, and Jules is on it, playing tenor sax, but unfortunately Joe was replaced on alto sax in this session by Arnold Brillhart. Not that we don't love Arnold Brillhart, because we do. And for this segment, we're going to do some stepping out.
stepping high, stepping low. Do your stuff, don't be slow. You can't go wrong, step, step, stepping along. When your toes twinkle high, trouble blows right on by. Me, oh my, oh, just keep stepping along. When you get lonesome, feel blue, try a few steps, gymnastic. You'll come smiling through, tripping the light, fantastic. Stepping high, stepping low, start a smile, watch it grow. You can't go wrong, step, step, stepping along.
Well, we didn't get to hear Ted Lewis sing on that one, but we got a good bit of his gas pipe clarinet on Steppin' Out. From Columbia Flag Label 78, number 48D, recorded in Chicago on December 4, 1923. Steppin' Out was written by Con Conrad and John S. Howard. Con Conrad we hear from regularly, but this is the first time for John S. Howard. Not surprising, since the only other credit I could find is that he teamed up with Lou Pollock on Who Will It Be? Before Ted Lewis, it was Sam Lennon's Ipana Troubadours who were stepping along on August 22, 1929, from Columbia 1947-D. Stepping Along was written by William Cornell and is the theme song from the 1929 Fox motion picture Words and Music, where it's sung by Richard Keene. The part of fraternity brother Pete Donahue in the movie is played by John Wayne, listed in the credits as Duke Morrison. We started with Billy Wynn's Greenwich Village Inn Orchestra, with Jules Nasberg on tenor sax, and Steppin' in Society, from June 18, 1925. Harry Axt wrote the tune, and even though that was an instrumental, and Alex Gerber's lyrics weren't sung, he got credit on the label of Edison 51580. Alex Gerber wrote a number of songs in the teens and early 20s, and you'll be hearing more from him later in the show. And the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. I'm Glenn Robison bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from Rapidly Rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. A few weeks ago, listener Dan in New York City made a couple of requests, and I'm finally getting around to playing one of them. We last had a soldier segment back on July 9, 2017. But Dan's request starts off this soldier segment with a completely different platoon of tunes. Left, right, left all alone, poor toy soldier all by himself. Left, right, left on his own, in the toy shop high upon the shelf. He rolled out of the box, lay in despair. Then his comrades were sold, leaving him there. While on some nursery floors, all the rest are forming fours. He's far from his brigade, poor lone soldier, absent on parade. Dusty wooden soldier on the shelf, soldier on the shelf, lying by himself so lonely, though he longs to march off like a soldier and a man. Like Jack Horner in his corner, he must lie while the world goes by. When the shop is closed at night, lights out, you'll hear him sigh. Though the tears are nigh, soldiers mustn't cry. So in all his dreams until they take the shutters down He faces foes, revalley goes, he wakes by himself on the shelf
couple of soldiers, my baby and me, fighting shoulder to shoulder, whatever may be. Trouble and hard luck we face with a grin. Like regular soldiers, we never give in. When she's weary, I cheer her. She patches my clothes. Then I bring her a medal, a little white rose. With a smile all the while, to the end we'll always be just a couple of soldiers. My baby and me Everybody has trouble Care and worry too Some lay down and won't get up Some go smiling through I'm in love with somebody Hope is never gone The love we have for each other Keeps us marching on We're a couple of soldiers My baby and me Fighting shoulder to shoulder Whatever may be Trouble and hard luck We face it with a grin Like regular soldiers We never give in when she's weary With a smile <laughs> 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 We're a couple of Nancy's Uncle Salvi and me Don't Station play House Don't play this bag <laughs> Thank you. 
Gounod's five-act opera Faust debuted in Paris on March 19, 1859, and contains the best-known of all of Gounod's choral compositions, the famous Soldier's Chorus. It's triumphant music on a grand scale, and most recordings are by the likes of the Metropolitan Opera Chorus and the New York Grand Opera Chorus. But there are some less elaborate recordings by smaller aggregations which have taken it on, such as Anthony Gallerini's solo accordion recording in 1928, and the one we just heard, Teddy Brown with his solo xylophone recording from August of 1928. That's from a British 8-inch 78 on the broadcast label, and Big Teddy manages to get a pretty big sound out of his xylophone. I've played We're a Couple of Soldiers only once before on the show, back on that 2017 Soldier segment I mentioned, by Sid Lipton and his Grosvenor House Orchestra, credited as Sidney Raymond and his commanders, on a British Sterno 78. It was recorded by lots of other British bands, but not many here in the U.S. other than Bing Crosby. We heard Der Bingle's October 25, 1932 recording for Brunswick, issued as catalog number 6696. Where a Couple of Soldiers, My Baby and Me, was written by Harry M. Woods. I've played it by Marius Winter and Jack Hilton, but listener Dan in New York City requested Soldier on the Shelf by Jay Wilbur and his band, which started off the segment. That recording was made October 22, 1930, and issued on the Imperial label, number 2371. Soldier on the Shelf was written by Errol Reeves and Sherman Myers. In the first segment, I played Steppin' in Society by Billy Wynn's Greenwich Village Inn Orchestra, and mentioned that there are lyrics which were written by Alex Gerber, who is getting either a bit belated or an extremely early birthday salute. June 2nd marked the birth in 1895 in New York City of Alex Gerber, a graduate of Stuyvesant High School and veteran of World War I. He wrote for musical comedies in vaudeville. His chief collaborators were Abner Silver and Sigmund Romberg, and he was also a radio and film producer. Alex Gerber died April 10, 1969, in Mount Vernon, New York, and that's literally all I could find out about him. Well, except that he also wrote the lyrics to these tunes. ¶¶ 
Walla walla, you're at Ramesses Wiggy Waggy Woo. That's the way they used to talk 3,000 years ago. I met two Egyptian mummies from King Pharaoh's tomb. They dug them up some time ago, but I don't know by whom. They told me all about King Tut and everything they knew. And all the things they spoke about, I'll now translate for you. The world has changed an awful lot, they want you all to know. But they still hear the jokes they told 3,000 years ago. Back in the days of Pharaoh, the girls were shy on dress. Looking at the women of today, we see they wear much less. 3,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago. Bum diddy um bum biddy biddy bum 3,000 years ago. Focus, focus, blintus, lollipop, valley up, woof, woof. Which means in Egyptian lingo, I'm the horse's hook. Old King Pharaoh had 200 wives to treat him rough. Today, if you've got just one wife, you've got it tough enough. Every woman wore a veil to hide her face from view. We saw a lot of girls today who ought to wear them too. The ladies would salam the men or else they'd get the sack. If you salam the girls today, you bet they'll clam you back. Years ago, they rode on camels and they felt like lords. They were lucky then because they didn't have to ride in force. 3,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago. Bum diddy um bum biddy biddy bum 3,000 years ago. Coca-Cola cups and kibitzaluction soup with peas. That means it's the time of year to change your BVDs. We see the girls are always hungry when you take them out. In our days, we fed them on figs and sauerkraut. No cafes or no cabarets, we didn't spend a cent. And all we did was walk the girls around the Orient. Cleopatra used to dance Salome for the king. But the way they dance today, her dance wouldn't mean a thing. Those Egyptians never heard of profiteering men. And I understand that they had no bananas then. 3,000 years ago. 3,000 years ago. Boom, diddy, um, boom, diddy, diddy, boom, 3,000 years ago. Welcome for you, 
and you've lost every friend you had. If the rest of the world don't want you, then go back to your mother and dad. When you find you're alone, a poor rolling stone, and your life is an empty affair, Though you cry and regret, still don't you forget there is someone who waits somewhere. If the rest of the world don't want you, if the rest of the world Just 
whatever they say. He has been taught how to love and obey. A soldier will always protect them and know what a husband he'll be. He'll peel potatoes, wash the clothes, and scrub the floor. The girl is know that he's been doing that before. That's why they all want to marry a soldier. And you can't blame the girlies at all. Every girl wants to marry a soldier. Somehow the girlies all know. He'll stay home, never roam, and go running about. He'll get a pass when he wants to go out. A soldier can stand many hardships, and even a mother-in-law. He'll treat his little baby very tenderly, because he's been a member of the infantry. That's why they all want to marry a soldier, and you can't blame the girlies at Ebner Silver wrote the music for You Can't Blame the Girlies at All, They All Want to Marry a Soldier, sung there by Arthur Fields on March 28, 1919 on Columbia A2732. Before that, another Columbia flag label, number 44-D. If the rest of the world don't want you, go back to Mother and Dad, sung by Louis James on December 15, 1923. Dave Dreyer wrote the melody on that one. And we started our tribute to Alex Gerber getting a history lesson from Billy Murray describing what was going on 3,000 years ago. Ted Levy conducted the orchestra playing J.C. Egan's tune on Victor 19132 from July 9, 1923. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7 KISL Avalon and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are available 24-7 on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. Back on the February 16th show, I played Pull the Cork Out of Aaron with the words by Addison Burkhart and promised his own segment. Well, last week, August 12th, marked the birth in 1879 in Washington, D.C. of Addison Burkhart. In the 1890s, he was working for a law firm and studying for the bar, but at the turn of the century, he gave that up in favor of the entertainment business, changing his birth name of Abraham to Edison, which he kept for the rest of his life. From 1902 until 1914, first based in Chicago and then moving to New York, he wrote the librettos for several successful musical comedies and lyrics and sketches for Broadway reviews, including Ziegfeld's Miss Innocence. He then turned to writing one-act plays, vaudeville routines, and individual songs. In 1918, he opened his own publishing house with his brother Max, but it soon failed, and in 1923 Burkhart relocated to California where he worked on silent films for Fox. He made the transition to talkies and was looking at a successful career in Hollywood when ill health forced his retirement in 1932. He died January 25, 1937, at age 57. There are a couple of recordings of his song Kalamazoo is No Place for You 
but I'm very sorry they're not broadcast quality. I do, however, have the following by Addison Burkhart. Once a bird who loved a rose chirped despondently. Oh, my love, from above your fading bush I but I cannot linger here, winter's blasts are near. Lovely flower from your power, I must fly, I fear. Oh dear, goodbye, Rose, the autumn leaves are
And so I'll tell them how. Let's bury the hatchet. Let's bury the hatchet. Let's bury the hatchet in the Kaiser's head. We'll crown him on the noodle. Make him whistle Yankee Doodle. Shouting the battle cry of Wilson. Let's bury the hatchet, let's bury the hatchet in the Kaiser's head. We'll crown him on the noodle, make him whistle Yankee Doodle, shouting the battle cry of Wilson. Who is the 
doesn't break the link. Though from the pub you stray and take a drink, it's your wife, it's your wife, who puts up with the strife when friends have deserted his room. If things are going wrong, she kills you with a song and looks happy though her heart is breaking too. Don't forget, then regret that you owe her a debt. She gave you the best part of her life. And outside of your mother, there is only just one other. She's the noblest of sweethearts you'll Well, there's a song with a lovely sentiment, co-written by Edison Burkhart and Andrew Donnelly, Your Wife. That was the Sterling Trio, tenors Albert Campbell and Henry Burr, and bass John H. Meyer, on March 22, 1916, from Victor 18027. Walter B. Rogers conducted the orchestra, playing Al Piantidosi's tune. That was preceded by a song with a far different sentiment. With World War I raging in Europe, Burkhardt, like many other Tin Pan Alley composers, turned to wartime themes, such as his moderate success, All Aboard for Home Sweet Home, with the music by Al Piantidosi and Jack Glogau. Burkhardt wrote the words and music to Let's Bury the Hatchet in the Kaiser's Head, which we heard sung by Arthur Fields, and which was not a success. Let's Bury the Hatchet was recorded by Columbia on July 24, 1918, and issued as catalog number A2617. We started our tribute to Addison Burkhart with Goodbye Rose, with the vocal by Walter Van Brunt. Herbert Ingram wrote the music, and that's from Victor 17072, recorded March 13, 1912. Last week, August 10th, marked the birth in New York City in 1902 or 1899, if you rely on his World War II draft registration card, of lyricist Benny Russell, who also, according to his draft card, had no middle name. He originally had no interest in a musical career and started out as a newspaper reporter in Rochester, New York. In 1919, he relocated to New York City, and interviewing performers led to an interest in the theater and songwriting. He received no musical training, but relied on a natural sense of melody and an innate ability to turn out clever rhymes. He dabbled as a playwright and collaborated with Ralph Cullinan on the 1928 production of Caravan. That didn't go so well. It opened at the Claw Theater on August 29th, but closed after just 21 performances. But in a 1930 songwriting contest from out of 2,000 submissions, the judges, led by none other than John Philip Sousa, selected Benny Russell's The Song Without a Name as the winner. For his effort, Russell received a Steinway Prize of $5,000 and a trip to Europe, presented before an audience of 10,000 at Madison Square Garden. In 1938, Benny submitted his scenario Dream Me a Song to RKO Pictures as the idea for a film. It was rejected by the studio, but later the RKO picture Radio City Revels was released. 
Benny sued RKO Pictures for $2 million, charging that they stole the plot of his scenario and used it as the basis of the film. Ironically, the plot of the film is that a songwriter uses a song one of his students wrote as his own, and unfortunately I couldn't find the disposition of the case. On May 18, 1939, Benny Russell was married to Julia Curry Wharton, but they apparently had no children. Benny Russell died of a heart attack June 28, 1961, in New York City. Although his Broadway career was a flop, there are lots of hits in his songwriting catalog, including Do You, That's All I Want to Know, Katinka, You Didn't Want Me When You Had Me, So Why Do You Want Me Now, and these.
among those hoary clovers. It's nesting time for rovers. Like a bird that's on the wing, I'm winging home. Being heard on the show for the first time, I'm winging home like a bird that's on the wing, with the music by Henry Tobias. That was Paul Whiteman and his orchestra, March 12, 1928, from Victor 21365. The vocal quintet was Skin Young, Bing Crosby, Charles Gaylord, Jack Fulton, and Al Rinker. Preceding I'm Winging Home was a song not heard on the show in 16 years. We heard it back in 2004 by Ben Pollock, but that was Jack Albin and his Hotel Pennsylvania music from Crown 3047, recorded in January 1931. Benny Russell wrote that along with Vincent Rose and Charlie Tobias. We started our tribute to Benny Russell with another collaborative effort, this time by Russell, Irving Mills, and Sammy Fain, on Turkish Towel. Turkish Towel has been played on the show only twice before, both times by Harry Reeser's Syncopators on Columbia, but you just heard it by Joe Candulo and his Everglades Orchestra, also recorded by Columbia, five days before the Syncopators, but issued on their budget Harmony label, June 18, 1926. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm over the moon that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) ¶¶